What are we looking for with the season on the brink right here in media day coming up? Who are the players? What are the units? Let's get to it here. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to today. Again, happy Monday to everybody out there. Thanks for keeping it. Tu- thanks for keeping it tuned in. Now, Media Day is here. It's coming here on Tuesday. Well, the local Media Day that is. So that means that we got a lot to get to and the questions about Arizona, where they stand, and let's get it started. First, at the quarterback position, Jaden Delora is your starting quarterback now. I don't think that that's really any surprise. As a matter of fact, I think that it's something that uh, I think everybody pretty much expected. So let's talk a little bit about what Jaden Delora can bring to the table that maybe Arizona hasn't had in the last couple years. And first and foremost, I think the big thing that you look at is he can get rid of the ball. He can sling the ball around the field. How many times last year did it feel like Arizona had a – Uh, the capacity to maybe be able to make a play down the field and either Will Plummer or Gunnar Cruz didn't see it. They looked a little scattered behind the, uh, you know, behind, behind the line of center, whatever the case may be. That shouldn't be an issue this year because you're bringing in the Pac-12 freshman of the year. And uh, honestly, he's a guy that I think you got to be pretty excited about. You look at his numbers last year, almost 3000 yards throwing, uh, tw- almost 25 touchdowns, and you watch him, and again, not saying he's the greatest player in the world, but you watch him, and he understands football. It looks like it comes easier to him than it does the other guys out there, and that's a big thing because, again, if you don't have a quarterback, you generally don't have a you generally don't have a you know a real a real presence back there, and Delore is that guy. You can make the case that on paper, Delora is the best quarterback that Arizona's had going into a season in the last, what, five, uh, five, six years? You could, heck, I mean, if you look at the Khalil Tate as being something that was kind of an anomaly, you could go back to, what, Matt Scott, Nick Foles, uh, to find somebody that has this kind of gravitas, this kind of uh, accomplishments. And again, it was a... I'm glad that Jed Fish made this decision because it would have been easy to say, you know what, we're going to make him earn it and, you know, we're going to do a bunch of different things. No, 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 no. You got a guy like that in there. He needs to get all the reps. This is an important year for Arizona football, obviously. It's a very important year for Jed Fish. Noah Fafita's time is going to be there. Jordan McLeod's time is going to be there. But right now, I think that uh, they made the right decision with Jaden Delora being the quarterback. You look at the other guys out there as well. Uh, Noah Fafita, Jordan McLeod going to battle for that backup spot. And I feel comfortable with either one. If it was just going to be a spot situation where you need a win, I'd probably go with Jordan McLeod. But if he was going to be out, you know, if it was going to be a quarterback that was going to need six or seven games, let's look to the future, throw in Noah Fafita. But it's hard to argue that this recruiting class, that this quarterback position isn't significantly improved. And 
that's a big kudos to Jed Fish right there. Now, let's look at the running back situation a little bit. That, this is a great unknown because you don't really have any guys who are no-brainer type players that, yes, you play him and he goes out there. Drake Anderson, solid. Michael Wiley, solid. But I don't think that that's really going to scare anybody out there. Jonah Coleman, who we've talked about a great deal, somebody that I would think that the coaching staff would like to get the bulk of the carries at some point. But is he ready? Will he be ready? That's the great question mark that I think a lot of people have with him. Those are the three guys. You obviously also bring in Florida State transfer. You bring in DJ Williams. Also was at Auburn. Um, you take him. I'm always a little skeptical that when you bring in a guy who hasn't played at other schools, but when it's been a guy that was at Florida State, when it's a guy who was at uh, you know was at Auburn, that's a higher level of competition. So I can't totally dismiss it. I'm curious to see what he can do out there. I'm curious to see what Jed Fish thinks about him. So then you look at the wide receiver position. Arizona, I believe, needs one of two guys to be their best player. Jacob Cowing or uh, Tatora McMillan. Now, everybody can look at the background on both and they can see that these guys are both big-time players. Um, different, obviously, because Jacob Cowing is from UTEP, caught for almost 1,400 yards last year, could have probably gone to any school that he wanted in the country, chose to come to Arizona, and you got to be able to get him the ball. If you can get the ball to Jacob Cowing, He's going to be able to make plays because, again, I get that it's a lower level of competition, but there's nothing that indicates that he can't be that player right there. I'm excited to see what he can do for this team going forward. Tatora McMillan is going to be the ultimate jump ball threat right there. I think with McMillan, the only thing that you want is that you need him to get the touchdowns and you need him to be able to be the guy that in the red zone, we can throw it up to you and you can go get it. And I think there's every reason to believe that he can do that, especially in the, in the Pac-12 where you've got some good DBs. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like you're going against Alabama and, you know, Georgia every game where you've got NFL guys across the, across the board. I think that uh, Tatora McMillan is going to be able to make his impact. And he's going to be able to make it early. Those guys ideally are the two guys who really emerge. And then you got some other guys out there as well, obviously. We've talked about Dorian Singer as well. Dorian Singer played incredibly well at the end of last season. By the end of last year, he was their best wide receiver. He was Arizona's best wide receiver. I think you look for him to probably take that next step. You've also got some other guys who are a little bit under the radar. And I think that you got to look at it and say that Arizona's wide receiving core is one of the best in the conference. It might not be USC, but I don't know that it's not the second best receiving unit in the uh, in the conference, and it's got the potential to be just as good as USC. I think that there's that type of talent there. We're not having even talked about guys like Kevin Green, USC decommit, or a Jamari Joyner who's back. Everybody knows that Jamari's got the kind of talent. Can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy, he can be a really big problem out there, and I think that you look at this wide receiver unit and you just got to be excited about everything that you, everything that this team can do. And that's also why I think it's important to throw Jaden uh, Delora out there, pardon the pun, but why it's important to say that, yeah, Jaden Delora is our guy. We need him to be able to get on 
the right footing with all of these players. You're not messing around right here. So the passing game should be much better. I'm excited to see because, again, the cool thing about it is is the practice is open for a lot of these teams, and it's going to be exciting to see what all of these guys can do out there. But the passing game should be fantastic. The passing game, I don't know that it's going to be fantastic, but it should be drastically improved and probably one of the best in the conference. We'll see how you know how close everybody gets to being on the same page, but it's right there. And then you look at the you know you look at the white or the uh, the offensive line, and it's solid. It's not. I mean, solid might not be the right word. It's not necessarily deep. You've got some decent players, though. You've got a Peyton Fears who's been at the tackle position for basically forever. You've got Josh Donovan. You got Josh Baker. You've got a lot of different players who have some experience. Are they going to be able to mold together, though, as a unit? And uh, that'll be fascinating to see what happens there. But offensively, I look for the team to be much better. I don't, you know, again, I'm, I don't think that it's going to remind anybody of Chip Kelly's teams from, you know, the mid-2010s, but I don't think that there's any reason to believe that this team can't put up 28 to 30 points per game with the kind of personnel they have. And we haven't even talked about the tight end position as well. That's also fascinating because you got Key and Burnett right there, son of Chester Burnett. Everybody knows the deal right there. Another ex-USC decommit, and he's going to get every opportunity to play and play early. Massive kid, great kid, great person to have out there. Key and Burnett, big-time target. And that's the other thing. Arizona's got a lot of big-time targets, and if you can make that you can make that work if you're Arizona. you got to be pretty excited about it. But you look at this. This is an overhaul of epic proportions by Jed Fish. Who knows how many wins this team's going to get. But if you just look at the talent on the team now as opposed to where it just was last year, it's night and day. And that's, that's kudos right there to a guy who worked his absolute tail off to get in a great recruiting class. And he knows it's the lifeblood of the program. You got to keep building on it. You got to keep building on it. But offensively, this team should be really good. We didn't even talk about either a guy like a Speedy Luke. And Speedy Luke, one of the better players in the country, uh, MVP of the Army All-American Bowl. And you can see why. He had, Not only does he have speed, he's got game speed, which is a lot different than just being fast. A lot of guys are fast, but they can't really make guys miss. They don't understand angles. Speedy Luke's that dude. Speedy Luke can make you miss. He understands angles. And again, another guy that I think is going to be a significant problem for the rest of the conference right there. So that's kind of where you stand on the offensive side of the ball. And again, I'm not going to say that because this is going to be the best offense ever, but it's a team that should have significantly more talent, more big playability across the board than we've become accustomed to seeing from Arizona football teams. So that's kind of where everything stands right there. Now, moving over to the defensive side, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit of special teams. Because special teams, I think, is a little bit, uh, I think it's a little bit underrated right here. And... I think that I think the one thing that's impossible to understate is field position, especially when you got a young quarterback, you got a new system, you've got a player who essentially is one of the you know he's young. I mean, I think people look at Jaden Delora and they're like, all right, well, you know, he's Pac-12 freshman of the year, still a young kid, still you know academically he's a sophomore or eligibility wise he's a sophomore, so you got to keep that in mind as well, right there, but. 
Special teams should be a major boost. You've got Kyle Ostendorp, who is probably the best punter in the conference. And if he's not the best punter in the conference, he's certainly right there. And guy that also probably flashes some NFL potential. And Tyler Loop was perfect last year from the field goal, kicking field goals. Can he extend his range out? Can he make it so where if you're around the 50-yard line, you feel that Tyler Loop's going to make that? Because if he can do that, then you're in great spot right there. And I think that's another thing that's also very, very interesting as far as this team goes. But again, special teams, I think, should be dynamic. And also, Speedy Luke should be a pretty good player right there. In that kick return game, I would imagine Kevin Green will get some looks. We'll see who all it is. But there's going to be a lot of different guys that are going to get some looks this year. And guys that, you know, let's be honest here, should get looks because it's not like anybody there was just too good to take off the field. So now, looking at the defensive side of the ball, but first, wanted to tell you about LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is obviously a great sponsor to have here. Everybody utilizes LinkedIn. It's used by over 60 million people. And why wouldn't you use it? It's the best place to be able to find jobs or to be able to find prospective employees. It's been around forever. It's only going to get bigger. And with when you get a thing like LinkedIn in there, you can generally find the best. Uh, you can find the best clientele. You can find the people that fit in best with you at that point. So give LinkedIn a shot right there if you haven't already, and you're definitely not going to be disappointed. Again, Locked on Wildcats, password right there, or code word. We will be right back with you. We are going to now talk a little bit about the defensive side of the ball and where everything stands. Thanks for keeping it Locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Defensively last year, I thought Arizona was okay. And if you were to tell me before the season that Arizona was going to be okay, then I think that everybody should have taken it as a big win because, honestly, there just wasn't a ton of talent there. There were some certain, there were some guys who did have skills, but there wasn't that overwhelming physical presence there that you've seen some from some of Arizona's best teams. This year, at least on the defensive line, there is hope always springs eternal, and you're certainly hoping that that's going to be the case with a defensive line. Keon Bars coming back is one of the best defensive linemen in the entire conference. And everybody knows about, well, actually, everybody doesn't know about him. But finished last year, five sacks in 10 games, was a force by the end of the season. And Bars is that. Bars is that dude. If you can get him out there, if you can get him into space and where he can basically operate individually outside and not be double teamed he's gonna have you're gonna have some problems you're gonna have some problems staying up with him uh, Ben, he's got that type of guy um now one thing that i think is fascinating is that this defense right here is it's good it's good it's not you've got some talent right there and Let's start right there. You got Keon Bars at the defensive tackle position. Then you got Jalen Harris. And then you got Hunter Eccles. Everybody knows about Jalen Harris. Wildly athletic kid. Pretty good football player. You always want a little bit more out of him because you know what he's capable of. But he's been a solid player his entire time here. You're hoping that he can make that next step and become an all-conference player. Now, on the other side, Hunter Eccles. 
USC transfer, didn't do a ton at USC, but like I always tell people, just because you don't do a ton at USC doesn't mean that you're not a really good football player, and I think Hunter Eccles can certainly be that. With him, the one thing you wonder is, is he just a kind of practice guy? But some of those concerns were probably a little bit alleviated as well because during that spring football game, he was in the backfield, and if he was in the backfield right there, you do think that that could maybe transfer over into the games. He's got to get, he's not the biggest dude in the world, but again, he should be big enough to be able to make impactful plays right there. Um, if you're Arizona, if you can get, if you can get Jalen Harris, if you can get Hunter Eccles to, to be able to do this, then I think that you're, uh, you, you look at it, 12 sacks. You can get 12 sacks from those two guys. You get bars to chip in five. All of a sudden, you're closer to that 30-sack plateau that you're thinking that uh, Tommy Lloyd, or not Tommy Lloyd, excuse me, I'm thinking basketball, but you're where, you know, where uh, Lamont Lovett said that Arizona should be. So, again, we'll, uh, that's your defensive line right there. And, again, it's a talented unit right there. You look at linebacker, you've got, you got Jerry Roberts, who you certainly hope is going to be with Jerry Roberts, you definitely want him to be that guy because he's shown in the Utah game that he can be a ten or he he was a ten tackle guy, had a couple tackles for loss, looked pretty good. Can he extend that though? Can he become that consistent run stuffer? And can Malik Reed, who's going to get that first shot right there at that linebacker position, can he show some of the talent that he also showed when he was at the University of? Uh, when he was at the, uh, or excuse me, Chandler High School before he went off to the University of Wisconsin. Those are likely to be your two linebackers right there. Then you got an Anthony Solomon, a Michigan transfer, not the biggest dude, but you'd hope that he would be able to fit in there as well. Sterling Lane, pass rusher out of Oaks Christian, freshman. Be interesting to see what he can exactly do, but that's kind of where you're at right now. Now, one thing, though, that you also need to be very aware of, though, is... Bet Online Sportsbook. Bet Online is where you can get everything you want, from props to in-game betting to futures, anything you want. It's been there, and the cool thing about it, it's easy to navigate. When something's easy to navigate, it makes it easier. It makes for a more enjoyable experience, and that's where Bet Online Sportsbook's been. It's always going to be there. Get on there right now. Find out what everybody else is looking at, and you'll thank me later. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now moving on to the defensive back position quickly. Between you got at this at the corners, you got Christian Roland Wallace, who's always been a solid player. Not great, not fast, but pretty physical. Coaching staffs always liked him. He won't be coming off the field. Opposite of him, then it's going to opposite of him. It should be a couple different guys that you could throw in there, but the safeties are essentially what's going to make this unit right here. That's going to make or break this unit. Now, because Traden Stooks at the other corner, I think he's solid. I, I think that Stooks and Rutherford, or excuse me, Roland Wallace are both solid, but from the safeties, Christian Young, with Christian Young, DJ Warnell, and those are you've got to have both those guys be able to be impact players right there. Can they make that next step? And Christian Young is a, a guy that the co- the coaches have taken with everywhere. 
you know, he was at Pac-12 Media Day. They're always talking him up. So he's got to be that leader on the back end right there. He's got to be able to become a player that is just everywhere on the field. So that's kind of where we're at right now. That's what we're looking at going into Media Day. We will be back with you tomorrow previewing Media Day here at the U of A, where everything is going on, who's saying what, all of that good stuff. You have been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.